this is Greg Aiden with Aiden Leadership for another edition of Servant Leadership Podcast. And today I have two amazing guests. And if you are listening and paying attention, I believe you're going to leave the next X amount of minutes with wow, as I did when I first met them. So let's start with Nicole. Nicole, where are you from? How did you decide to do what you're doing? And then my favorite question is why? Why nudge and how did you get there? Yeah, um, I actually am um, pretty new to the nudge. Uh, I started about three and a half months ago now. Um, I spent the previous five years with the Blackstone Entrepreneurs Network, um, where I helped second stage high growth CEOs get connected into resources, capital, um, and really the, the mission was to keep jobs local here in Colorado and really serve the economy here. And so I always thought that my next role would be at one of those scale-up companies that I worked with. Um, and lo and behold, I am now working for a startup out of San Francisco, um, but I am the Denver director. And so essentially what we do at The Nudge is we um, text mainly female millennials, uh, fun things to do around the city and state. It's really cool to be able to go out into our community and be talking to restaurants and bars and small businesses and female-owned businesses, uh, minority-owned businesses, and be able to kind of give them a voice and get them out there. Um, we've been launched in Denver for two months, and we already have over 17,000 subscribers. And so uh, when I nudge something out, it kind of goes crazy. Reservations fill up quickly. If it's an event, it sells out within five minutes. And so um, I was just excited to have that sort of impact on local businesses, similar to the way I had an impact on the scale-up community um, back when I was at Ben. I've, I've got to ask, and, and obviously I'm not a young female or a millennial. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually just the opposite. But if I'm sitting here listening as a young female millennial, I'm asking myself, this has got to be the most perfect job for a young female millennial. We're all jealous. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, you get to try it, test it, taste it, drink it, experience it, and then say, hmm, I think I want to tell all my friends, which aren't even your friends, but could be your clients. And the people you're doing it for must say, give me a big hug because you're nudging who we are to the world and with, with a lot of success. So Danny Fitch, tell us all about you and How'd you get to Solomon and, and why? What's your why? Yeah, of course. Thanks, Greg. And thanks for having me. And I just, I love the opportunity to, to talk with you and with Nicole. And, and the way that Nicole started her story is actually Nicole and I have pretty much the same story of <laughs> grew up together, um, you know, have known each other since first grade. And so it's really exciting to get to, you know, have similar passions, have similar backgrounds, but also see the wild success that Nicole's been having and the great, amazing things that she's doing with the nudge. So I'm just really excited about that. And my kind of how and why is I was going to the University of Denver for my undergrad and then also got my MBA concentrating in data analytics. And for me at that point in my career and in my life, I was really at that point of just a decision or inflection point of do I want to continue down the path that I had been in within business development for marketing agencies? Do I want to work for consulting firms or do I want to work within tech? I considering myself an, a Renaissance woman of sorts and just my 
my skill set and passion within business. For me, I was really looking for an opportunity to kind of fuse together those different passions and skill sets. And so it was actually connected to um, what was now my previous boss, but wonderful mentor, um, a gal named Kristen Russell at Aero Electronics, who had been a longtime you know, friend and mentor through the Colorado Technology Association, who kind of pulled me up and was saying, hey, I have this chief of staff role for you. Come work for me at Aero. And so over the last four years was had a great global scope, um, working with thousands of, of people worldwide, really focused on strategic planning and you know, any type of high stakes communication to the board and also managing our community efforts for the business unit that I was a part of. And so really how I ended up at Slalom Consulting was just really wanting to further those skill sets and those passions within strategy and operations. And so also I loved the mission and, and vision of supporting our local Colorado community. I think that's something that Nicole and I share a lot of passion about of just, you know, being so passionate about where we come from and really celebrating that now with our own individual skill sets and networks. And so I really loved the slalom model of getting to have a global footprint, but really operating and working with clients that are based here in Colorado, while still embracing the notion and concept of being a really big advocate or participant in our local community. So for me, those are two driving factors for me just in the, you know, wanting to further the skill sets and Nicole and I also share a similar background of coming from entrepreneurial families. And so sure. For me, having that passion for business, but then also having a passion for community and getting to do those two things together in an impactful way really means a lot to me. So I'm really excited about that, to do that with Solemn. I would like for both of you to, to share with us who have been some of the, the leaders or the mentors or coaches in your life that you've really gained a lot of knowledge from or just watched and from an example said, hmm. Got someone I might want to emulate. Let's start with you, Nicole. Who who has inspired you over the years? But more, why? Why were they ins inspiration to you relative to leadership? Yeah, um, it's such a timely question. I was having a conversation over dinner last night about this, um, and just about how being a young leader and and manager has always kind of been a passion of mine. And I think I've got that from the people that I've watched over the years. Um, and honestly, I, I have to say, and I'll go into who, you know, really have been kind of my mentors, but Danny does inspire me every single day. And when we, when mm -hmm. we work together and when we hang out. And so I have to say, she has definitely been an inspiration for me as a young leader. Um, as far as mentors, I think two uh, main ones come to mind. And when I think about the type of leader I want to be, um, that's exactly what I do. I try to take qualities from people who have inspired me, but also learn from those that I don't want to be exactly like, because I think there's a ton of learning there. Okay. Um, and so I have to say my two main kind of mentors have been one, my dad, Ed Barbera, um, as Danny mentioned, mm -hmm. he is um, a big entrepreneur. He started over 26 businesses and just really kind of a, a self-made, um, hardworking guy. And he has always been there for me through life. And now as I've become a young professional um, through business, and really, I, I just have learned most of what I know from him. And then the second one, who I think you know, is Greg Greenwood. Yeah. Um, he was my former boss and executive director. He doesn't like when I say that he was my boss. He says that we were just working together. Um, if anything, he likes to say he worked for me, which was not true. Um, but 
Greg is such a servant leader and he leads from behind. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons he taught me um, was, you know, lead from behind and let your people shine, give them the autonomy that they deserve. Um, and he is just such a heartfelt leader. I have yet to work for another person who has a way with words like Greg does, who inspires like Greg does. Um, and so I think I didn't even realize how fortunate I was when I worked for him. And I've worked for some amazing people before and sure. after Greg as well. Um, my former executive director, Kay Henze, was an amazing mentor as well. Um, but Greg just, he has a way about him um, and he has really inspired me. Mm -hmm. He is uh, a man that's full of humility and recognizes that he's he's there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to support the people that are in his organization. I also want to recognize Ed. Ed Barbera, as a parent, is also a leader, and he's shown you not only things from a business standpoint, but I, I bet you a dime to a donut, Nicole, then he's given you many, many ways to emulate him as a human being and as a leader versus just being your dad, true? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Danny Singh, question to you. Who, ins who has inspired you over, over your young life? Yeah, definitely. And I think the conversation we were just having really resonates with me as well, just around the importance of parents and how that can be such a positive, um, such a positive influence. I would say very similarly, both of my parents have been exceptional role models of not only what it looks like to lead a business, um, you know, what that means for a relationship and a marriage on how to be a team as it relates to those things, but also how to just be, you know, a good person and how to, you know, have that heart for community and for others. So I would say I, that definitely resonates with me and, and a person that I had already mentioned, but really is a shining light in my life and my development as a young leader has been Kristen Russell from Aero Electronics, mm -hmm. um, really for a lot of different reasons of recognizing the potential in me as a young leader and really um, you know, pulling me up, being my sponsor, being my advocate, all of those very important things, I would say, especially as a young leader, that can be just such pivotal parts of development, but also leading, um, you know, from just a, such a sense of authenticity and from such a strong sense of self that for me has been really inspiring and something to be really celebrated of the fact, you know, she leads from that perspective of not everyone needs to or isn't the same, but that should be celebrated. And that sort of diversity can really further innovation, further a team environment, but really just overall celebrate the diverse kind of tapestry of what our ecosystem and what our world really looks like. So for me, having that global lens, in addition to the authentic female leader voice have been very, very, uh, a very powerful combination for me personally. And I'd say the last person I would mention is actually outside of the sphere of business, but for me, being a, a triathlete, I've done a couple different Ironman triathletes or triathlons, excuse me. And my Ironman coach, Vina Trujillo, has been someone for mm. me that has really broken the, the boundaries in my own perspectives and mentalities just around what is possible, both um, you know, emotionally, physically, but mentally. And for me, has been such a key aspect of bringing that sort of mentality into how I approach my career or how I approach my own development as a leader going forward. What do you believe the young leaders, whether they're 14, 24, or 34, what do you believe they're thinking about leadership? And, and let's should them a little bit. What should they be thinking, reading, and, and dreaming about? And Danny, I'll start with you this time. What comes to mind when you think of the topic, young leaders? I think for me, I mean, a couple of different things, but for something that's been really um, on my brain lately has just been around that idea of 
leadership being directly associated to authenticity and really, again, celebrating that. So as I'm mentioning some of the, you know, what's been laid before me by Kristen and by others, but really what I would encourage and what that means for me is really getting to know yourself. So getting to know whether that's through a variety of different tools or, you know, personality assessments or getting feedback or really having that, you know, mentorships or, you know, board of directors type of view of yourself, that 360 view, and really being able to articulate that early and really be able to know those things early on to know what are your strengths or challenges or areas of opportunity so that as a young leader, really focused on embracing that and celebrating that. So using that to your advantage, but then also having that, again, key sense of self to know you know, as I am leading a team or managing others, here are some of my blind spots and some ways that I can really bolster a team or innovate better by bringing in more diverse type of talent or more, you know, diverse ways of thinking and really celebrating those things. So I think for me, that as a young leader is a key foundational element into just that long-term success that really doesn't, isn't, in my opinion, something that you check the box of and do it once, but is something that is just iterating and changing yes. over and yeah, over and over, over time. But for me, it's just a, such a key aspect of tapping in and knowing those things and then continuing to check in as you progress throughout your career and as a leader. Beautiful. And by the way, Danny, bring that on February 3rd. Yeah. The, the, honestly, the world needs to hear that exactly the same way again. And it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. And I will tell you, as an executive coach, I would say that I always ask the people more questions about themselves, where they are now, so they can be aware, accept, yeah. and decide, is this the person you want to be? Because how you show up for self, you show up for others, mm -hmm. which is the impetus of 100%. leadership, right? 100%. Nicole, to you, my friend, how about what, when you think about young leaders and perhaps the vision they have today or the vision they will have for tomorrow, what, uh, what say you? I think to kind of echo to what Danny said, um, I think a big part, and we've talked about this, is humility and just knowing what you don't know um, and not thinking that you have to do it all alone. Um, I think that I was fortunate enough in my last role to be in these amazing rooms of amazing leaders with whether it was my board or the CEOs of companies. Um, and I was just a sponge and I absorbed as much as I could. And I tried to see how they spoke in front of other leaders and how they interacted with other leaders. And another great mentor of mine, Larissa Herda, who was the CEO of TW Telecom, she told me when she became the CEO of that company, she did not feel qualified, um, but she just always made sure to ask the questions and to not act like the smartest person in the room. And that really stuck with me because I think, you know, you can fake it till you make it. Um, but that is not being authentic and that is okay. not being humble. Um, and what I've learned is that, you know, 10 other people in the room probably have the same question of you as you, but you just have to be brave enough to ask it. And so um, what I've learned is to be a successful young leader is to really just kind of lean on those mentors and use those mentors and be a sponge and absorb as much as you can. Um, and I know that's not a, a total direct answer to that question, but that's, Beautiful. that's how I've found success, I think. Um, let's talk about the Leadership Development Day, a big conference coming up on Thursday, February 3rd. Um, I've both, both of you have been invited to speak, and I appreciate you being there. I guess I'm just going to ask you one simple question, and, and Danny, I'll start with you here. 
Sure. When you first heard of the of the concept, Leadership Development Day, what were your thoughts? And second, why did you decide you wanted to participate? Yeah, of course. I think some of my thoughts initially were, was first of all, how have I not heard of this yet? <laughs> Just because for me, it does feel like, you know, such a great gathering of leaders within our community and especially with a global audience. Um, it's just completely something I'm passionate about. So that was my first impression is just how I not heard of this, but now that I have, and now that I'm a part of it, I'm just really excited to be a part of it because it does seem just very mission aligned. And I love any opportunity, especially as a young leader to add different points of view or frameworks or just different lessons learned by others into my toolkit, just so that I continue to learn and to grow with that regard. And also from a different perspective, I was really energized by the notion of including a, you know, vision for young leaders session, because I do believe that if, you know, if leaders of any age want to understand each other, it's important that they're represented. So making sure, you know, if there is the desire to understand young leaders or where some of our priorities or points of views are having us, you know, giving us the voice to be able to express that in such a great way, like Leadership Development Day. It's such a gift and I think is really crucially important. So I'm just really excited. Beautiful. Thank you. And um, there's a lot of people that haven't heard about it. And that's uh, that's what we're going to change. And and I tell you, Nicole, maybe it's fate. Maybe we're destiny partners in a weird way, but I maybe I should have hired Nudge a long time ago. I just didn't know they existed. So and maybe nudge will help us give the world a nudge to uh, to to tune in. And when they do, they're going to see you mm-hmm. and they're going to see all of you. And they're going to see the humble person that I that I've gotten to know in these short months. So but same question to you. When you heard about the con- the concept of Leadership Development Day, I know Greg Greenwood highly recommended Then I get in touch with Nicole Barbera. But when you and I spur- first chatted about it. What were your thoughts? And and same question to you. Why did you decide to participate? Yeah, um, similar to Danny. I mean, I think, you know, I was really excited to be able to get my voice out there. Um, I had run a lot of events at Ben where I got to listen to other amazing leaders. Um, And so it was really exciting to to be asked to chat for once and to um, present. And I think, you know, again, similar to what Danny said, there are two sides of this that I'm really excited about. Um, and one is to inspire other young leaders and meet other young leaders um, and be able to kind of share, you know, what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me that I've learned from um, and create a really robust conversation to inspire other people who might be, you know, similar to our age, a little bit younger than us. Um, I have a huge passion for, inspiring those folks that they can do kind of exactly what we're doing and whatever they want to do. Um, And then I also think that it is important for the older generations to understand young leaders as well. Um, I think Danny and I have both been fortunate enough to have really, really awesome um, mentors who believe in young leaders and who, you know, can spot them. Um, But I think that there's a lot that we can teach some other generations about the way our minds think and how we want to collaborate and how we want to kind of come up in this world. Um, And so I'm just really excited to be able to share that. Well, you you said you, you said a lot there, uh, Nicole, and I would say that it's not only the minds of the young leaders, but I believe my generation and the generation in between needs to understand the hearts, mm-hmm. the hearts of the young leaders. And, and I believe there's there's too many 
people in in certain generations that look at the young leaders and 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 just think about what they're thinking but we actually need to feel what they're feeling and you can't do that unless we're talking from the heart right. and you mentioned around green greenwood a heart-led leader you're going to hear from anthony lobatos who's obviously a heart-led leader as well and everyone i've invited to participate is there because they believe this is the right thing to do and I believe when we all slow down and seriously appreciate and respect one another just a little bit more, the world will be a better place, period. With that, I thank you both for joining today. Again, this is Greg Aiden with Aiden Leadership. Be sure to tune in Thursday, February 3rd for the Leadership Development Day. It's here in Arvada, but absolutely you can live stream wherever you are located. And with that, be remember to be respectful, to be kind, and most important, to be authentic. Be you. God bless.